This is the Beard and the Stash podcast. Your hosts, Troy Ballard and Adam Parker. We cover the NFL, NBA, and MLB. We have news. We have opinion. Get ready. Welcome to the Beard and the Stash podcast. This is Troy Ballard. And this is Adam Parker. And we will be chatting NBA All-Star Weekend. Adam, the NBA All-Star Weekend is finally here which is really not the biggest surprise. The NBA season has been shortened, so it kind of happened really quickly into the season. And I know that between us, at least, this is our favorite of all um, Pro Bowl All-Star type games. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, MLB All-Star game is nice. It decides where the World Series is played, so that's nice. But uh, honestly, it's really not that fun to watch the actual game. The, the events, the home run derby, that's always fun. And then, let's say the Pro... I don't know about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> we'll save the Pro Bowl for another time, but the Pro Bowl is just disgusting. It, it's a joke yeah, at it this is. point. But uh, uh, yeah, the NBA, all the events are all the events are pretty pretty enjoyable in the game. Well, the game is always spectacular. So great great time for the fans and the players. So it's our favorite. Like I said, it's our favorite uh, Pro Bowl type uh, award system for players. I'd say with the it used to be the rookie sophomore game. Now it's the NBA Rising Stars game. I believe so they call it now. And they have the three-point competition. They have, uh, obviously, the, the All-Star game itself. But before we delve into the actual game and the players who will be attending, let's, let's do a brief um, recap of the season so far and who we think are contenders and pretenders. What do you say, Adam? Works for me, man. What, what is your opinion of the Oklahoma City Thunder right now? Contenders. Best team in the Western Conference. Probably the, I'd probably put behind them, I'd probably put the Spurs. So I think they've won like 10 or 11 straight now for the Spurs, that is. But yeah, Oklahoma City is by far and away the best team in the West. And do you think that there's any chance that they'll do that um, that late playoff run collapse where their youth kind of comes back and bites them in the behind once they, you know, when they play veteran teams? I, I don't see it this year. I, I don't see it this year. I think... I know they're still a very young team, but they've had like what the last three seasons they've been in the playoffs as a young team. So I think now, playoff wise, they they have the experience. And you think they're, they're, Durant? They're, they're, Durant is just a flat out killer. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's well. He, even those playoff losses, it wasn't him that lost in the games. It was you know the youth of the other team, Russell Westbrook, and you know James Harden failing to make good easy open shots, so on and so forth. All right, so I we're, I I'd agree with that. I think the Thunder are the best team. Probably I'd venture to say probably in all basketball right now, not just in the Western Conference. It's probably in all basketball. And um, even over your heat. Well, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. The the my LeBron James. Um, but anyway, yeah, I I agree with that. Oklahoma City Thunder are probably the best in in. Well, they are the best. Not probably. They are the best team in the Western Conference. Maybe possibly even in in all the NBA. And in the East, um, as you mentioned, my uh, my LeBron James uh, eight game win streak. They are 27 and seven right now. They are tied with OKC for the best record in the NBA. And um, very, very, you know, what, what can we say that he hasn't already been said already? Uh, I, people, you know, my friends like to joke and say that I should buy LeBron James Valentine's Day presents because I, I love him so much. And I, I you know, I like to clarify, I, I am not a Miami Heat fan, and nor am I so much a LeBron James fan, but I respect their team and, and himself as a player. I, I am a Sixers fan, but I do respect the Miami Heat and, and the way they play. That's, I'd like to clarify that right now. I'm not a Miami Heat fan, even though it sometimes seems like that when I'm writing and podcasts <laughs> and stuff. Because I, I have been called out several times. I'm not a Miami Heat fan. <laughs> but, so, Adam, what, what, what's your take on Miami Heat? What's, what's your take? Uh, 
obviously crazy athleticism, and that helps on the defensive end. I mean, they, they shut they shut Jeremy Lin down obviously last night, but uh, I honestly think they're the only team that could do it with their. I, maybe obviously, well, I think the Thunder could do it too, but they're pretty much the only two teams in the league that I think really shut Jeremy Lin down because they're the only teams that have the the wing talent and the athleticism all, across the roster to really keep him in check. And then obviously LeBron James and uh, Dwayne Wade, probably the two best players. Two bre- two best wing players in the NBA right now. Maybe I don't. I mean, I guess I still could throw Kobe in there because he has to do it by himself. I about to say Kobe so. Bryant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God forbid if I left him out, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with, the way, with the way I harp on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, well, we also here at Beer and Stats, we also love Kobe Bryant too, but we are not Lakers fans, isn't that right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> we do love no, Kobe no, Bryant no. though. Yeah. So anyway, here, actually, let, let's talk about that really briefly. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers contenders or pretenders? What's the vote on LA? I I am really I'm really torn on this at the, to be honest because uh do I think they can win with the roster set as it is? Not really. But they, I also they, don't they know but, but if they, if they, they do Yeah, but if they, if they get rid of Pau Gasol I don't know I, I don't know what kind of value they could get back cuz that would be a better fit than what he is for them right now already. Well, I I think they get back bench players. I mean, that's that's that, and, and you know, I don't know who they would start in that spot. I mean, I, who, yeah, exactly. Are you going to start Josh McRoberts as the backup yeah. power, as a power forward then? Or could it be any worse <laughs> than Derek Fisher at Meta World Peace? And I, I don't know if you saw that game yesterday, but Meta World Peace got left in the dust by Kevin Durant. Like terrible, terrible horrendous defense and. It's Kevin, okay. It's okay, Ron. It's okay, Ron. It happens to everybody nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I read an interesting number that, that was saying that Derek Fisher and uh, Meta World Peace actually have the the worst PR of any players in the NBA starters, and it is by a huge margin as well. So they essentially have two guys who are starting that are completely ineffective. And I, as much as you know, I I, I like Derek Fisher. Um, you know, his his time I think is is probably past. I I don't see him playing much longer than this season. And uh, Obviously, the shortened games have really taken a toll on the Lakers, and Kobe Bryant's playing 28 minutes a game. 28 minutes. No, no, 38. 38 is it 38? Is it 30? Yeah, oh, 38. Pardon me, 38 minutes a game. Yes. So he, you know, a guy of Kobe's age is, you know, should not be playing that many minutes. It's that simple. Um, I'm gonna say with Lakers pretenders actually, because I don't think they can win with with the roster they have now. Um, I think they they blew this year and they soaked in their own misery of losing Chris Paul, um, and they just you know aren't able to bounce back from it in time. I don't think. But how about here, here? Here's a team that kind of is uh, a little bit out there, possibly, uh, maybe, and there may be a pretender. How about the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers? <laughs> I got, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. Oh yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Because we're never gonna talk about my son because we know where they're at. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a rocking, an absolutely Steve, Steve amazing. Nash, Cap, Steve Nash captaining a sinking ship there, but uh, fourteen and yeah, twenty record. What, that's... In <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take the foot off the throat now. But, uh, <laughs> As for as for your Sixers, uh, yeah, yeah, I really like what Doug Collins is doing there. I mean, the only thing I don't like is that Iguodala, man. I know, I know he's, I know he's part of the the system that uh, Collins is running there, as far as having no one guy take more shots than the other guy and everything. Total team basketball, but Iguodala does not look like Iguodala to me. Either that, or either that, or the the Iguodala we saw in previous seasons was just a total fake. I, I don't know. But hey, it's whatever. Whatever I can say right now, it's working for them. They're winning games, though they are. Though they have lost five straight, they're kind of on a downturn right now. But yeah, well, I, think they'll, I think they'll turn it around. Their, their defense slide. is too strong. Yeah, their defense is just too good, and defense wins championships. I'm not necessarily going to put them in the finals. Obviously, dip, well, no way I'm putting them in the finals over the Heat or the Bulls. But uh, 
I actually, I actually think the Sixers could beat the Bulls, man. I, I think if, if, if they came to a seven-game series, I think they could beat the Bulls. They already beat them once in the season, twice, I believe. Now, actually, they beat the Bulls twice, and in comfortable games as well. Now, of course, I am a homer, and you know when playoff basketball is very different from regular season basketball. But um, you know that that youth on that Sixers team, man, it is just like an absolute killer. I mean, that is just amazing youth and amazing depth off the bench. I mean, they have Thaddeus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm buying what you're buying what you're selling here because as Derrick Rose is the great great player, obviously reigning MVP, but uh, I could definitely see like. The Sixers is taking Drew Holiday, throwing him at Derrick Rose for first for a portion of the portion of the game, and then when he gets tired, throw the next guy at him, and the next guy, and the next guy, and so on. It's, yeah, Blue Williams, yeah, etc. Yeah. yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's there's no one defined superstar on the Sixers. That's what makes this team so interesting. I mean, Andre Iguodala is the closest thing you'd say to to a superstar, and he's not even really a guy you can rely on. Aside from on the defensive end, he's not an offensive superstar at all. He's a defensive superstar, but. You know, offense is valued much higher in the NBA than defense. We all know that. I mean, look at look at Carmelo Anthony. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, I'm going to stick with uh, contenders for right now with the Sixers. Of course, I am a homer, but um, you know, the 20 and 14 leading the Eastern uh, Eastern Conference or the Atlantic Conference. Pardon me, Atlantic Conference and uh, New York with the Jeremy Lin is hot on their tail. So um, it could be it's going to be an interesting uh, you know conclusion of the season with the Sixers and the Knicks there at the top. So. Should, should be should be good stuff. Um, so let's, let's jump into the All-Star game. The All-Star game itself. The rosters are, um, aside from Yao Ming, are, are awfully familiar, I'd say. <laughs> uh, not, not, a, not a ton of, uh, ton of diversity here. Um, for the Eastern Conference, well, I'm going to read off some names for the Eastern Conference All-Stars. Tell me if you, you see any names that, that throw a red flag at you here, okay? Carmelo okay. Anthony, LeBron James, Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, Luol Deng, Roy Hibbert, Andre Iguodala, Joe Johnson. Joe Paul, Johnson shouldn't be there. Paul Pierce, <laughs> Ray John Rondo, and Darren Williams, and the head coach is Tom Thibodeau from Chicago. So, what? Any any names in that that really throw you up besides Joe Johnson? Because I agree, Joe Johnson should not be there. He's he's completely overpaid. And he's definitely not an all star. Yeah, I, I I like Paul, I I really think that Paul Pierce has been the wing player that's actually been decent for Boston this year, unlike his counterpart Ray Allen and Rondo has been in and out of the lineup with injuries, but uh, when he's on the floor, he's very solid and uh, yes, I think he definitely earned his spot there. I mean, he, he I mean what he had just like I think a week or two after he came back from his injury, he had a tri- he had that triple double. So, well, here's 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 a little interesting <laughs> to that Paul Pierce. He is the only player on the Eastern All Stars that was born in the seventies. <laughs> is that insane or what? Everybody else was born in the '80s. That is a crazy little number right there. Um, but yeah, very. I, I agree. I think Paul Pierce definitely deserves to be there. Uh, Joe Johnson, questionable. Um, I say that Ray John Rondo, even with his injuries, is probably a little bit questionable. He shouldn't be there. Um, I know he's good, yeah, yeah. but who, he's been who, injured. Who, who would you put there as the other guard, though? Then uh, I, yeah, that's, that's kind of the problem, you know. I mean, I. Darren Williams, I'd say, even though the Nets really, really suck, I, you know, he probably deserves to be there too because he's one of the best. He is guards. there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's there. he does deserve to be there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The oh, okay. Yeah, he does deserve to be there. Um, I don't know. You know, the the East is not super point guard rich. Maybe, maybe I mean, dare I say it, Jeremy Lin? Dare, <laughs> dare I say it? <laughs> you know. No way. All right. No way. All right. So here's here's the Western Conference All Stars. I'm gonna read off the names again. Tell me if any anything uh, throws a red flag at you. Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Kobe Bryant, Chris Paul, Andrew Bynum, Lamarcus Aldridge, Mark Gasol, Kevin Love, Steve Nash. Red flag. 
Dirk Nowitzki, Tony <laughs> Parker, and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Any problems there? Uh, the only one I'm gonna say is uh, I'm gonna say Dirk actually. Oh. oh. I don't think I, I don't think I don't think Dirk has been consistently good enough through the. I know it's only I know it's a shortened season, so he hasn't really had a whole lot of time to get his legs under him and everything. But uh. Now for for, for those who don't know, I don't Adam, think like just... there should be a star next to his name that says "Biggest Dirk Nowitzki Homer of All Time." <laughs> so this is this is this is big. Oh yeah, going 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 back to the Steve Nash Dirk Nowitzki days in Dallas. So yeah, I'm a total Dirk Homer, no question about that. So see, uh, the shortened season, life and says, I agree with that Dirk Nowitzki. Um, I I I'd, I'd say that's probably a pretty pretty fair judgment because really he's not been great. The the Mavericks as a whole have not been a great team this season. Yeah, everybody else though, on everybody else though, I'd say is more than worthy. I mean, Marcus Gasol has really stepped up his play this season, so he's he's definitely on there. And Aldridge was Aldridge was snubbed last season. He should have been on there last season, maybe even the season before then. This so. is his first time selection as well. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm finally happy to see him there. That's good for him. Yeah, I think that maybe Steve Nash uh, going to the All Star game is a little bit questionable. Hold uh, your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I I just you know with with as many. I mean, I feel like the All Star Game is obviously, of course, is more focused on youth now than it ever has been before. I mean, comparatively to the Eastern All Stars, there are three players on the Western All Stars that are born in the 1970s: uh, Kobe Bryant, Steve Nash, and Dirk Nowitzki. Were all born in the 70s. Everybody else was in the 80s. Yeah, yeah but you don't understand though, Trey. Steve Nash is the NBA's Benjamin Button. All right. <laughs> the Benjamin Button. Well, <laughs> well yeah. Unfortunately, he hasn't had a decent team to. To help get into that championship, you know, if he did, then he did. If he won championship, yeah, which, which, which is why, which is why his place, which is why his individual play has more than garnered his uh, eighth All Star appearance. I think. Or one, here's 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 a question I'm gonna throw at you. Do you think that, that Kevin Love possibly should be considered as the starter in the All Star game above Blake Griffin or Andrew Bynum? Definitely not. Definitely not Blake Griffin. And I said I really think Bynum has played. I really think Bynum has played well. I mean, people. It seems like the Lakers have been waiting forever for him to bloom into the star that he is supposedly becoming now. So yeah, there's, there's, uh, he's, yeah. no doubt about it. He's a star now. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> he definitely. <laughs> yeah, is. I, I, I wouldn't put Kevin Love. I wouldn't put Kevin Love above him. No. Yeah. Well, I, I just I think that Kevin Love is one of the most underrated players in the NBA. It's good to see him, you know, nominated to a uh, to an All Star game. This is his second year in a row, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, still not a starter, however. So, I, who, all right, let, let's get let's get down to brass of it. Who uh, who do you who, who do you have winning the All Star game? Well, let's see. I think the East won it last year, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the West. I mean, I'm gonna go with the West. My boy Nash and the Mamba and yeah, Mamba. That's right. And, 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 and then Lobs and then Lob City Griffin from Griffin from Paul and Durant, obviously, who just probably the best scorer in the NBA. So, yeah, I'll take the West. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate. I'm gonna stick to the East because Dwight Howard's on the other team. <laughs> but seriously, you know, Troy, they, you know how it is, though, Troy. They don't play any defense. I know they, they, they don't play any defense. But the little defense that Dwight Howard does play is gonna be enough to win them the game. I think. No, I mean, there's no doubt about it. it's gonna be a high-scoring game. You know, you have the best offensive players. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They don't, they don't really try to. They don't really play full on because obviously they're all competitive and everything. So they don't really try full on to like the last uh, was it like four or five minutes like of the fourth quarter usually, and yeah. they really turn. They really kick it into high gear defensively and everything else. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Easter. I think the or I think the Easter is just not gonna have enough firepower, man. Well, I I definitely you know I see I see the logic in that, but um, I'm sticking with my Dwight Howard and LeBron James, and I I'm not a Miami Heat fan. I can't underline that enough. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is the Beer and Stash podcast. Uh, this is Troy Ballard. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy Ballards. And this is Adam Parker. You can follow me at Adam Parker 43.
and check out the site and check back next week for the newest podcast covering NFL, NBA, or MLB. Thank you very much.